what are the chances of you crying? I think, <laughs> given that I had my hormonal coil taken out today, so progesterone is going to be lower than normal, um, I would say we're looking at 30% chance, maybe lower. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I feel, I can see tears in your eyes already. I already cried today twice, though, so like, I've got it out. Why did you cry? I was scared. You, so before you got I was frustrated um, at how long it took. I didn't realize that there was a critically ill patient in before me, so I did seem like a bit of a bitch in the waiting room. <laughs> um, but also I cried when the doctor had to put me on the table with the stirrups, and they have to slowly raise you up. And it's just <laughs> so embarrassing, because it's like, I don't want to open my legs yet, but I know I'm going to have to. And he didn't do an internal exam before putting the speculum in, and I just freaked out. And then, why? I, why you you wanted him to? Well, I just wanted a bit of preparation, you know, that cold plastic. Oh, so I didn't just... want that straight in there. Right. But um, the lady uh, that he brought in to kind of like help, you know, keep me calm. Uh, I squeezed her hand so hard that she winced. So mm. I've already cried a couple of times today. I think yeah. I'm all out. So in the room, you cried. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. horrible thing. I can't imagine. I've never had a coil, but I have had, you know, lots of stuff going on down there with pregnancies and births and stuff. Exactly. So it's, it's very exposing. Horrible. It's very, very exposing. You just, I just don't like the lack of control. But I am really glad that it's all sorted now. And I was just kind of amazed by the response I got um, to our yeah. conversation about it last week. So many people messaged and it's just really cool. So thank you everybody that told me your horrendous experiences with... The, the same coil. thing. <laughs> and and now it will be an experiment to see how you feel in the next two weeks. Yeah, hopefully fabulous. So what, so. Are, you, what are you hoping happens? I'm hoping that I've just got a spring in my step, that I just have a fertile, luscious glow to my skin, and I don't have this sallow lizard skin that I've got currently. And um, I expect to be pregnant in the next two to eight weeks. <laughs> so it's all, it's all good here. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember with, um, with this one in, in the labour room, I forgot to write this actually in the birth story I did. I should add it in. Um, when they they said, right, we're just going to take your pessary out now. And uh, so we just have to find the pessary and then we'll see what happens. And then maybe we'll break your waters. When they went in to find the pessary, mm-hmm. um, which I don't even know what it looks like. I imagine it's kind of like a plastic tampon type thing because it has a string. I, um, they couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So they dug around in my vagina for about, it must have been about five minutes trying to find it and eventually found it and then without warning yanked it out can't do that yanked it out can't do that so whenever you said anything about the coil that's what i imagine now yeah well and this was a yanking maneuver oh my god sure it's just today. so horrible the yanking. Yeah. yeah and they showed it to me afterwards and i asked if i could keep it which was weird they were weirded Why? out by that i just thought it'd be fun as a memento to show how brave i am Oh, but it I wasn't brave. You. It, <laughs> this, so it was just, it was silly. But it was honestly like this big. Really mm. freaked me out. The things you have to do. The things you have to do as a yeah. woman. The emotional invisible labour to avoid condoms. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> that's so, basically exactly. Why. So, that's... We, so we seem hotter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to ask if a guy will use one. It's I... just so that we can continue being the dumb sluts we are. <laughs> but, it's just, but it is ridiculous. Whenever I've ever been asked about what contraception I use, it's one of the first questions they ask after yeah. you give birth and you're in the room. Mm-hmm. Right, have you thought about contraception? It's like, I'm not, I'm not really thinking about that yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, but each time I've been like, no, I'm not thinking about it. So what are, you, what are you planning to use? And I just say, nothing. And then they look at me like, right, you're going to be back in here very soon. Which, you know, has been accurate. But, <laughs> but it's... Um, I just... I've never, I've always had a massive issue with condoms, mm. but only because I've been told 
by the, the men I've been with that they don't like condoms. And now mm-hmm. that's kind of ingrained into me mm-hmm. that I don't like condoms because they don't like condoms. Mm-hmm. When actually, I might fucking love condoms. Mm-hmm. I've tried it once. When I got pregnant with him, um, for fun, me and Alfie tried condoms for a few weeks to see if, as a kind of like, pretend we don't. <laughs> but we thought it would be funny to to use, I don't know why. I You're upsetting the child. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it'd be funny, but we only tried it. Um, I don't know why you thought it'd be funny either. I think it was because I was preparing him for, if he left me. Of course. That at least then, if he then came back, mm-hmm. he would know how to, sex he would know how to use a condom. Yeah, exactly. Good, so we, I was just saying, right, I, I, I think you're going to leave me soon, <laughs> but I know you're going to come back. So let's prep you up. Um, so we did try that for a few weeks. Um, he hated it so mm. much and every person I've ever hated it just hated it so mm-hmm. I think I've been brainwashed mm-hmm. but maybe you just have to get on the condom wagon mm-hmm. maybe um so expensive. so expensive although I said that to the doctor today and he um they gave you some would, free ones he said he was gonna give me some and they free give you ones. a whole bag yeah he said that you he said he said he's very sweet Spanish male doctor said that you could come back in every couple of weeks and get some so yeah you can if you if you seek them out you can get them for free exactly I remember I got them for free um oh god sorry 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 I got them for free from an STD clinic um, shortly before I had the one night stand with Alfie. Mm-hmm. And when he came back to my flat on the night that Donnie was conceived, um, I had this huge bag of condoms underneath my bed. And as a joke, because I was so awkward, <laughs> I bought them out and I tipped them up over the bed like a waterfall of condoms, lay them out, and um, I got an extra large one and a large one. <laughs> They actually have sizes. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, so we won't be needing these. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that would get him, you know, excited. Oh, yeah, get him in the mood, telling him that he's got an average-sized penis. Yeah, and we did try the average one, but it didn't work, and then we have Donnie now. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't oh, like that. No. It ruined the moment. I found... It ruined the moment. I, I genuinely... I, I, I think men don't like much talking. I, I don't, agree. I don't know a man that likes much talking. No. Especially with my voice, I oh, just yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. it's That's the best thing. For to, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. I, I see it happening when I start talking to Alfie that he wants me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <quite quickly. laughs> um, so you've had your coil out. I've had my coil out. Lockdown is easing. Lockdown is going down. So you had your first night out last night. I did. I went for dinner with my brother, um, which was very nice. We went to um, a very fancy kind of like wine bar that he's taken maybe 20 girls on different dates to. Um, so it was a great vibe. And it was a, a fixed price menu, a set menu. Oh, I don't like them. And Do it was just like strange. It's like I didn't enjoy the fanciness of the food. It was edible, you know, but it's orange orange pieces and some leaves and a salad with some pine nuts. Tiny, like, tiny little portions. I'm, I'm going to eat it, but I'm not enjoying myself, you know? And really small glasses of wine and... <laughs> You know, it just was a, a very strange vibe. It was nice to be out again, but what I most enjoyed was seeing people on dates because it was clear that these were the first dates that people had been on in months. And there was a kind of slightly feral and yet childlike atmosphere in the air because people were so engaged, but also so nervous. It's like, this is the first time we've done this in months and months and months. And the vibe of the place was uber romantic and candles and very, very dark. But at the same time, people are having to walk in one direction. There are people wearing masks. If you want to get up to get off your table, you have to put on a mask. So it was like we were all pretending that things were normal, but not quite Mm. normal. It was like a weird simulation of the life that we knew before. And so I just found that fascinating. Mm. And it made me think, 
what are we comfortable with doing now? Like, yeah. what, what kind of things would you want to go out and do with Alfie now? Oh, who's that? My agent. He actually... <laughs> Imagine if you got... <laughs> jumping around. It's, 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 it's my big agent. break. It's my big break. I gotta take it. <laughs> it's an agent? It's your agent? Should oh I, my God. Should I answer? Pick it up, pick it up. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and it's he gone. won't call back for months. Oh, I guess I'm not going to be casting Game of Thrones. Um... <laughs> That is the first time he's called me in four weeks. So yeah. that's nice. Imagine, Actually, three weeks. Imagine three if he weeks. listens to the podcast. He doesn't. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I can't imagine going anywhere with Alfie that's not Sainsbury's local or the coffee shop where we have to stand outside in a mask. Mm-hmm. I just haven't, I haven't, I've barely been out of the house. Mm. Um, so to go to a restaurant now just feels like uh, an exotic thing. Um, I do really miss theatres and stuff. Yeah. Not what? that I didn't, not that I, like, I mean, I mean comedy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like theatre. Oh, I mean, theatre sucks and it is like, mm. it is a sham. Yeah. But we, but we still want a job. Bad. We still want a job. I would, I, she wants a job. We want a job. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Don't you kind of think that the theatre is only good for the people in the show? Oh, yeah. I have The cast of the people enjoying themselves. The audience aren't really enjoying yeah. themselves. Um, I, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a theatre show that much, no. actually. no. Apart from when I was at sixth form doing drama A level, and mm-hmm. I thought that everything was the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were um, you were in cabaret as one of the, the chocolate yeah. girls. No, I don't mean like things I was in. Oh. Chocolate. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I was a Kit Kat girl. Oh, Kit Kat girl. I got it. Always. That did actually change my life. That yeah. drama sixth form hormones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was mental during yeah. sixth form. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember. And yeah. it was also, I was mental for so many reasons. I obviously don't want to go into the rape again, but yeah. <laughs> some context. Um, I arrived at my sixth form and in the trial was in, was during my lower sixth year. So um, everybody knew for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I'd shouted or cried it. But it was, I, I felt like um, I was, everyone was quite wary of me. <laughs> So I found that I found solace in theatre, which mm-hmm. I never found before because I'd never done a play before, mm-hmm. apart from running the smoke machine um, under the <laughs> under the under the theatre stairs for Fiddler on the Roof. Gorgeous at my previous school. Gorgeous. So I found that the combination of uh, everybody knowing that I had been raped plus being a Kit Kat girl in cabaret, it's just the perfect <laughs> combination, actually. <laughs> really mm, good. That's for a me. strong must. Yeah, it was an exciting time. Yeah, um, and quite traumatic, but that's life. Yeah, that's made you a good person. I went to breakdown a couple of days ago, and Jessie was actually remarkably helpful. Mm. Like it was surprising. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm good in a crisis." You are very very good good in a crisis. But one really nice thing you said was that all of the difficulty and anxiety and pain is only going to help me in the future. You know, if I let it. And I just thought that was like a really nice way of putting it because I don't know so easy to tear yourself apart but then you realize like maybe the the more interesting parts of my life are going to be um kind of continuations of the distressing parts of my life yeah I've been thinking about this a lot so when you had that breakdown yeah I was thinking well first of all you have nothing to worry about you're 23 I had done nothing before I was you know 23 I I mean I obviously I'd done a few jobs and stuff but I hadn't I I it's such a hard time 2025 Mm -hmm. 2025 I found just horrible in so many ways you're just you're learning and you're finding out who you are and you're developing and you're just in such you're such a nicer person than I was and you're so so much you've got so many more emotional things to deal with and it's a more scary time and it's just so horrible um 
so you have nothing to worry about basically you're doing really well but I was thinking about this right now because I feel a similar sense of borderline breakdown Mm -hmm. a a few days of the week sure 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 sure. but since I stopped drinking coffee much better but anyway I won't go into the coffee thing uh but yeah when when you have a baby lots of people talk about uh feeling like you again when you know you've got to feel like you again soon um fight it just makes me feel like me the me I was before I had a baby and looking in the mirror and stuff and feeling so different and having your whole day dictated to by a tiny little thing who poos and wheezes and needs to be on you the entire day. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be the me I was before. Mm-hmm. So I find that really annoying when people start saying, oh, don't worry, you'll soon feel like you again. Yeah. I'm not going to feel like me again because I'm evolving the entire time. The you that I was six weeks ago is gone. Yeah. I'm a different person now. Yeah. You're a different person t- that you were two years ago. Mm-hmm. We all, you know... so. I think the difficulty with anxiety some, some, sometimes comes from thinking, oh, I want to feel like that again. Yeah. I want to feel good again. Because when I, in that year, I, was, I looked really good and I sounded really good and I was doing this and I was doing that and I felt really good. But that, that, you lived that time. Exactly. And now you're living in a different time. Exactly. It's just so tempting to want to like run back to the safety mm. of a period of time that you're familiar with. But the fact is, you're probably miserable in that period of time too. And especially given what we went through... Um, yeah. with Ben it's like I was miserable when I was 21 and I thought I was like having the worst luck ever and I was like you know being rejected by all these boys and I wasn't getting any acting work and everything like that and then the worst thing ever happened and now I can look back at my 21 year old self and be like I was a baby mm. do you know what I mean and yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and that's okay mm. and I it makes me think I need to be like less hard on myself now but also you know just try and be proactive and work hard for a future that's going to be good for me for my life you know like make decisions that are actually going to like be good for me in the future you know rather than just thinking oh my god I'm just so caught up in how anxious I am right now so you've been amazingly helpful I think it doesn't help also looking at photos sometimes because I I'm a you know I take way too many photos Mm -hmm. and so I can scan back to a certain day and see a hundred photos from that day and think oh god life is amazing I didn't realize how lucky I was and I was Mm. bitching about this and I was bitching about that but actually how dare I because it was amazing yeah we we probably weren't that amazingly happy we were just living and that's what it's about and I think rather than think okay when am I next going to be happy Mm -hmm. or when am I next going to feel good about myself or when am I next going to get this job or that job you're you're doing you're we're just experiencing things and that's all we need to do and as long as you're not doing anything destructive you're doing you're just living and that's good exactly now we know that living is a massive massive luxury yeah it's a bonus it's a bonus bonus. and that's what I thought when I saw these people on the date last night because it looked incredibly awkward Mm. and I thought to myself like oh god thank god I don't have to go on like an awkward first date again you know with a trombonist who's going to reject me and drinking a tiny little wine he he says he still wants to be my friend because I'm such a hoot but he's not interested (laughs) in me sexually (laughs) um but Did that actually happened. Oh, yeah, said yeah, you're yeah. a hoot. Yeah. You're you not a hoot. You told me I was a hoot. You are not a hoot. I, I, I assume it was a pun because of his instrument, but I don't, I don't think it was. I think that was genuinely a turn of phrase. I'm much more of a hoot than you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more of a blast. Yeah, I'm a blast. I'm a blast because I'm sexy. Yeah, and sassy. And I'm sassy. Whereas I've got this like nasal voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a hoot because you're goofy. Yeah. Because you're goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said goofy so weird. If we're talking about clown sound effects. Yeah. You're a hoot, oh, yeah. and I'm a blast, like yeah, an engine, exactly. like a steam engine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good. Fuck him. Fuck that guy, 
and you should have said I'm not a fucking hoot exactly fun fact his friend messaged me on Instagram recently saying that she was a, a fan of the podcast and that that guy's a dick and I wish that he hadn't rejected you because then we'd be friends Aww. so thank you to that girl that's it's very nice. sweet of you um, anyway but seeing these people on these first dates looking so awkward and everything and feeling this huge sense of relief like oh my god I don't have to do that that's great but then I also realised like I'm probably going to start cancelling plans immediately like I used to before. And maybe we shouldn't be doing that. Should Mm. we be embracing every opportunity to go out and see things and go to art galleries and stuff because we don't know when that's going to be taken away again? I did find it funny when I saw a news thing yesterday where they were in an art gallery Mm -hmm. and there were people, there were about five people in this huge art gallery. I think it was the London Portrait Gallery. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, And I was thinking, wow, they must have really planned that. Mm -hmm. They really wanted to go to an art gallery in that day. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was amazing, that organisation. And they'd decided that the first thing they wanted to do was see something beautiful. Mm -hmm. That was really nice. I'm not that organised to do that. but um, I was amazed that you actually knew the name of a gallery. Because in my head, I was like... What are the names of galleries? I can't think That's of the only one. <laughs> so I chose the, she's the most basic. Do you remember when I was really lost a couple of years ago and I decided to apply for like a late art foundation and I, one of my like homeworks was um, to go to all of these really niche, small, like white box style art galleries in London. So I would like spend my day like going into Soho, going into these tiny little galleries and genuinely seeing art that literally meant less than nothing to me. <laughs> like, like, a, like a pair of scissors on a, on a cube with like, you know, black paint spattered over it. And I know that that's wonderful and probably amazing and progressive and has this deep meaning, but I just felt like such a sham. It was like, I don't know anything about art. I like oil painting of like pretty girls and gardens and that's pretty much it. And those, that art you saw would have cost about 80,000 yeah. pounds. So now art galleries just make me feel like an imposter and I don't think I can go into them again? No, I've, I've, I've never really understood. That's why I dropped out of art school. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get on board with the, the, how easy it is. Well, I don't want to say it's all pretentious, but I, I found it funny. I yeah. just found it all too funny. I, I'm just, I, I think things are too silly. I can't yeah. help myself. But, you know, anyone can submit art to the summer exhibition at the RA. Yeah. So I went to that exhibition. Yeah, because I've seen some shit people submitting to that. And then they have, they have thousands of these red dots on because people are bidding. And the fact is, I was just thinking, why don't we try and do that? Yeah. That'd be some fun okay. pocket money. Donnie could do it. Oh, that's a good idea. Donnie should do that. Donnie, I, I hate to say, has done very well mm. with his Christmas sales. He's a mogul. Mm. But I don't know whether I'm forcing him as a tiger mom or mm. it's something that's happened naturally. Yeah, it could be child labor or it could yeah. be that he is an enterprise in the making. It's really difficult to kind of balance that. I, I really want him to have a good work ethic from mm-hmm. a young age. And also because we've talked about this a lot, you're really good at playing with mm-hmm. them and I'm I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I And I really... Whenever they ask me to do some kind of play, make-believe game, I really have to work up to it. And I know that sounds awful, and I used to feel really guilty about it. But now I'm like, that's not my skill. It, all I know is that I want to teach him things. I want to show him that I enjoy my job. Mm-hmm. And so when I've been up there doing my orders and writing and stuff, I get him to sit next to me and do drawings with me. And then it just became natural that he he started saying, oh, oh. He started saying, when can I, can I can I have one on there? Because he looked at my website. And so we started building up this idea of him putting a doodle on sale. And I really thought it would just be for show. I thought I would put it on the website and no one would buy it. But 
Um, but people really have been so sweet and have bought them. They bought his Halloween print and then they bought his Christmas print. And his Christmas print is a joint effort, so I've written it and he's drawn it. And he's he's made about £100. They're really good, genuinely. <laughs> they're very artistic and kind of cool. But he doesn't know money. I mean, he can count now, so if I gave him 50, mm-hmm. he would know that I'm swindling him. But he doesn't know if, um, you know, I could give him 100 P's mm-hmm. and he like one piece or 100 piece uh he wouldn't know but i basically i'm getting i think to, he would so i'm getting to the stage right now i've got i've got to pay him he's, he's already ex- asked me about tax <laughs> this kid is not stupid how does he know about tax because he just wanted to know what tax was he didn't understand what rent was and he, then he started asking about tax it's a very fascinating yeah. discussion actually well whenever he gets at me about working and stuff and i say well i've got to pay our rent i've got to pay our rent um and then i explained i, I so he doesn't know what rent is he's just but um, yeah, he's. I'm trying not to encourage the money side of things more. That, that it's nice to work and stuff. Maybe he's going to be the next Donald Trump. You know, we don't know that. Fingers crossed. Donny yeah. Donald. Mm-hmm. So I think that you, go on. Just listen to the voicemail. So Bibi just got a voicemail from. She's going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. No, he's just going to be saying, "Call me back." That's yeah, what it's going to be. Yeah, but it's still nice to see your face. No, no, don't. You can't play it. You listen to it. You can't play him. Just in case he sues us. <laughs> Just wants to talk to me about a self-tape for a new project. Okay, cool, yeah. No yeah. no exciting news there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> it would be quite a funny ske- sketch if every time you got a call from your agent, me and me and mummy are like crowding around you. Be like, <laughs> 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 What's he saying? Call him right now. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Finally, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Tear this in half. No, ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah. Have you ever got a call which has changed your life with acting? No. Oh, sorry. You will get it. I don't mind. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want my life to be defined by something singular, you know? Yeah. I think maybe I used to think that that would make me really, really happy. But that was like a childish size of a dream that I had. And now I've grown. That doesn't quite fit me anymore. Like, that's why it's still... I've had growing pains, like, with adjusting to the idea that being an adult actor is a lot harder than being like a child actor. This is really lovely and not distracting <laughs> at all. Jessie's just, just, do, Jessie's just hair, standing up with the baby. No, my hair is so long that mm-hmm. it's just kind of... There we go. That's Sorry. Fine. Sorry. He's got your hair, his hair. Yeah. Can He's you just me. detangle me, please? Yeah. yeah. Detangle me. Oh, baby. What are you Ow. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. He just likes my... He likes my long, luscious hair. He does, yeah. Who wouldn't? Um, <laughs> I do need to get it cut. Yeah, no, it, it's it's cool. Like, uh, I think that I've really come to like a healthy place of wanting to like build my own future, you know, rather than just like being told, oh, this is what your life is going to look like. You Definitely. know, I, I enjoy the idea of having more control and figuring out who I am and what I'm good at. And acting is still really, obviously, incredibly important to me. But like. There are so no many. one's giving you any work. Nobody's fucking <laughs> giving it to me. So there are lots of things that a person can do. Definitely. So let's just move on from yeah, this topic. Yeah, let's move on to the topic. Um, but you, did, you explained that really nicely. That's very sweet. The so, other thing that happened okay. this week, which is very exciting. So you got your coil out. And I, my pink armchair finally arrived. Of course. And I, I, I ordered this when, he was, when I was 30 weeks pregnant. And they said it would take 10 weeks to arrive. That was bullshit. 
And I was thinking, oh, it'll be so nice when we come back from the hospital, have a nice pink chair to sit on and do the podcast mm-hmm, on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's taken 16 weeks to arrive. That's outrageous. I tried to cancel. I tried to cancel it so many times. They they did not let me. They mm. were very feisty about that. And then it finally arrived yesterday, and it's just so nice. It's it's disgusting. It's a horrible armchair, but it's it was cheap and you it's like mine. You like furniture, don't you? I do. I don't know why because it's uh, the second I sat on it, he vomited on it. Gorgeous. Yeah. So it's not ideal, but that was a that was a big part for I'm me. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it is a proper. I feel really adult buying furniture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I I wish I could. Um, by nice furniture. <laughs> yeah. I wish you just had taste. Nice taste. <laughs> that would be good. Um, um, but I've been spending the week feeding him at night when I have to get up in the middle of the night to feed him. I, um, I've been watching TV and I wish I hadn't watched this one at night because it's so good. But this thing called The Undoing. Mm, with, with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. And Nicole Kidman looks insane and, and, in a good way. Has anyone seen her real hair though since 1995? That's a very This good woman point. wears a wig in every single project under the sun. I wore a Nicole Kidman wig. So her hair is always a wig? Always a wig. I reckon that she has no hair. I reckon she's bald. Because truly, she always has the most luscious, incredible hair in every show that she does. Always some variation of ginger, right? Yeah. But it's not her real hair. And in fact, most actors don't wear... Their, their natural hair uh, when they're doing stuff because it's so much easier for the makeup artist to just put a wig on them that they can style at night after the actors have gone home and have it prepared for the morning. Especially mm. if your hair is damaged because you've had years and years of being on set. So I reckon she just goes no fuss. has either got a really short, cropped haircut mm. or no hair whatsoever. That's so interesting because her hair is one of the best things of the show. Yeah. Um, yep. And her skin, even though she sense. does wrinkle her forehead, she's her, it's too good. She, she must be, what, 50 now? Mm-hmm. She, uh, her skin is amazing. And Hugh Grant, uh, you know, f- how old is Hugh Grant? 60? Mm, Maybe less than 60? Love Hugh Grant. No surgery whatsoever. Mm. S- still fucking hot. Yeah. He's so, he's amazing. I can't say hot. Oh, that was so creepy. <laughs> that was so creepy. Oh. I can't say hot. What do I say? He's so handsome. He's so fit. Like he's No, I can't say fit. Basically, we don't get to say anything. We're just too okay, embarrassing. But he is- I, I called Horatio hot earlier. <laughs> I, said, I said he looked hot with a man bun. And it got really angry at me because <laughs> that was a silly thing to say. I might end up, if you don't. If I'm not honest with you, yeah. No, you should have a man bun. Well, Everyone should, should have a man no, bun. They should, they I say, love man buns. If you say, I might end up with a man bun, so just don't joke about it. I want a man bun. Do you want a man bun? Is, I love I, it. Anyone in a man bun and it's a beard? A man up as well. Okay. Man and do you not know a little one, you want a big it's one. Because it's the equivalent of cleavage. Yeah. It's slutty. It's man slutty. A man bun is slutty. But it's because it's showing, oh, I've got so much hair and I'm fertile. Actually, no, they're they're not fertile. Men who've got lots of hair aren't fertile, sorry. They haven't got a lot of testosterone. They haven't got a lot of testosterone. They're fertile, but they're not kind of wanting sex all the time. They're not randy. No, if men have hair on their body, they're fertile and no hair on their head, they're Extremely fertile. Okay, got it. It's the witch around. Long hair, no that's what I usually get. I usually get the, the lots of hair on the body and then no hair on top. That's mm-hmm. my type. Not mm-hmm. my type. That's the type I attract. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alfie got hair on his chest. Alfie has a lot of hair. Yeah. He has a lot. No, not on his chest. None. Oh. But that means he's not fertile. Yeah. Which he really is. Um, do you have something funny Three about Three tries. <laughs> something Three funny. tries. Something, Three kids. Something funny that mummy told me um, about uh, 
our father when they first were oh, young no. what is that she one of the things that she really liked about him when she first saw him on the rowing team in the 70s was that he had this sort of like v-necked white shirt on and this uh, really curly dark chest hair sticking mm. through and she just thought it was sort of so yeah. rugged and handsome um and then when they when she saw him without a shirt for the first time, she realized that it was just a patch of chest hair covering that part of his chest and nothing else. And I just thought that was so funny because I thought that encapsulates the way that women imagine men in ways that are beyond their control. And women get upset like, oh, well, I, you know, I thought that he was this. He gave me the impression that he was going to be this poetic guy or this romantic guy. But the fact is, all our mum saw was a tiny patch of chest hair. She was the one that assumed it covered the whole body and it mm. didn't. But our dad didn't lie about that. No. And I just thought that was such a fascinating sort of like, you know, allegory for uh, female hopefulness and uh, the subsequent disappointment. Very, very well put, yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that I find attractive any man in with a man bun or wearing any kind of hat. Mm. Alfie this week, the kids got a free beanie, a free beanie from this club they do. And Alfie started wearing it, even though it's slightly too small and it makes his head look a bit weird shaped. But all week, I just, he was wearing it because he, he's quite gross and he doesn't shower for quite a long time. So he was just wearing, I'm, I'm saying this because I know he's sometimes, he watches this. So I want him to try and shower more. That's Got why a couple I'm, of messages from people saying that they don't shower either. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, don't encourage him not to shower. But anyway, um, so all week I, he was wearing this beanie and I just found him so attractive. And then I realized it was the beanie. Mm. I'm not into a beanie. A but beanie is, is too uh, sort of fallout boy, um, soft boy, kind of like just dark, webby, weird. I no, like it's that. not a beanie. It's it had a, it had a, it had a pom pom on top. Oh, okay. So a hat. So it's like a woolly hat. A woolly hat. Oh, that's very oh, sweet. It was, it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hats like make like. Hats are the best thing. Everyone should wear a hat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Agreed. That's why I love summer months. Mm -hmm. I can wear a hat the entire time. What were you saying though? You are not a hat person. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. Absolutely. I can pull off any sunglasses, but no hats. That's an interesting fact about me. So go on, you were talking about the undoing. Sorry, yeah, we probably had to cut all this. Yeah. (laughs) So Hugh Grant looks amazing, even though he's got no surgery. And he plays a husband to Nicole Kidman. Mm -hmm. And it's about whether or not he committed a murder. It's absolutely brilliant. And I've been watching it late at night between 3 and 4 a.m. usually. And I really want you to watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. That's going to be the new show that I start with Mummy. Although we've been watching Utopia recently, the kind of the cult show from 2013. The American one or the... No, no, the original. And it's terrifying. Yeah. And they kill children in that show, which I just thought was like the taboo rule of TV that you you can't do that. Otherwise, Mm. the show is unwatchable, but they do it. But weirdly, I think that it's actually slightly outdated now. Like it's 2013 and the shocks and horrors of what 2013 viewers wanted are very different from what people are shocked by now. Mm. Like there's nothing about social media in it. There's nothing, I don't know. It was just really interesting to see what the trendiest thing was then. Cause mm. that's got 100% it was huge then. on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like amazing. Mm. But watching it now, it just felt a little bit kitschy and a little bit over the top. I think people want stuff that's a bit more kind of pulled back now mm. you know but do you like things that have social media in because I don't well I don't I mean when I see you know the typical like on the screen you have like the feeds of people's Twitter and Instagrams rolling down and like them looking at their phone that's obviously very done now but the fact is it is helpful and it makes it relevant so I can understand why people employ yeah, that I just I immediately makes me switch off really? and when I was writing the book as well I really didn't want to mention those things too much yeah. to date it and it I, yeah, I always find I prefer things that are 
kind of pure. Mm-hmm. They don't need mm-hmm. Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. or texting. And so I actually would be amazed to watch YouTube again and not have not see any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in terms of Instagram, what kind of Instagram adverts do you get? Because I think that says so much about a person or at least about what your phone thinks the kind of person that you are. So for example, I get um, hair. 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 <laughs> I get um like the fake ponytails. Do you get those? <laughs> For some reason, Instagram thinks that I want a more voluminous ponytail, which I guess in some ways I do. But like that Ariana Grande <laughs> style, where it's like a clip-on thing, and it's like really beautiful influencer girls showing you this is how I you know get my like my my iconic ponytail for a night out. No, I've never got a fake ponytail. I get fake hair, fake eyelashes that have a magnetic strip so that you don't have to put the glue on, and bras. That's wow. all I get Instagram. So Instagram thinks that I'm a really hot, basic <laughs> bitch, and it's amazing. I I'd love have that to get, I'm No, it. I get the really, um, I get the adverts for maternity wear. Mm-hmm. It's, I, every day, I see it about 10 times a day, it's a coat which is a parker, mm-hmm. and they have a special insert to cover the baby carrier, so it makes the woman look huge. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking huge. And I do that anyway with my coat. I zip it up, but I'm not going to buy something mm-hmm. that makes me look mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. so I, I don't approve of them. Mm-hmm. I also get lots of brightly coloured kids' clothes, as you can see. So cool. That's why we've done the matchy match yeah. today. We've got a cloud background, and the baby is wearing a cloud print uh, onesie for anybody oh, that's no, listening. Oh, I just dropped the dummy. Oh, no. I just dropped the dummy. People, I'm worried if, if people see that I use a dummy, they're going to start kind of bitching at me on Instagram about the fact that he uses a dummy. It's fine. He doesn't have any teeth yet. Yeah, no, it doesn't affect teeth. That's a myth, BB. It's a myth. T- t- dummies don't affect anything. I mean, the only thing it might do is stop him being, being hungry. I think I did bring a spare dummy. I think it's fine. Yeah, if you give me a wet wipe. Give me a wet wipe. Anyway, I'm going to show his outfit. Out. Off. There you go. He started smiling. Um, yeah, so I get lots of brightly coloured kids' clothes. And dummies. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, so... And um, on Spotify, you were saying that, because I have found that quite annoying this week, everybody has screenshotted what they're listening to most, mm-hmm. which I do find interesting, and I wish I didn't. No, the Spotify wrapped thing. Yeah. yeah. I just think that it's such clever advertising, because it kind of... Um, it sort of, it feeds on the human instinct to want to share what you think makes you original and unique. Because I think when it comes to music, whether you kind of like music or you're obsessed with it, everyone thinks that they have quite good taste in music, right? Like nobody's going around thinking that they have bad taste in music. So it's really interesting that we all have this impulse to share, which obviously like it's trying to force you to with this whole like really easy to share like all the different categories of music you listen to and your, your, how many minutes you've engaged with it and all this kind of stuff. But the fact is nobody actually gives a shit what anybody else is listening to. You might think that somebody's like marginally cooler for five seconds for listening to something similar to what you would like to listen to. But ultimately it's just about the fact that you want to share it. And I just think that's so interesting, especially in the context of this year, because Horatia told me that other companies now like Monzo are doing a Monzo wrapped So you can look at all of the purchases that you've made this year, what shop you've spent the most time in, like, you know, whatever. Like it's this sort of 
compilation album, like it's your greatest hits. I guess in the world that we live in now, it's kind of interesting because it makes you feel like you've actually done like these things that don't mean really anything. The music that you listen to on repeat or the shops that you go into, it makes you feel like those things are really, really significant. And maybe they are. Maybe yeah. in order for us to feel okay with how out of control this year has been, we need to feel like there is there's such significance to these very small things. I mean, do you yeah, think I think it's are? been people been bored at home yeah. and they want to share something. Yeah, yeah. But I also did think that when guys have shown what they've listened to this week, I was thinking if I was single and I was looking at this, I would be writing down what yeah. they've listened to mm-hmm. so that I can also listen to it mm-hmm. so that if I ever meet them, I can say, oh yeah, I love that too. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, boys do that too. It's not just girls that do that. Yeah, do you I, remember when the guy got your t-shirt? Oh my God, I went on a date with somebody once. This is like, this was a, this is a two-way street. I, went, I was going on a date with somebody and... Um, I saw that he followed this musician I like. Um, shall I say the musician's no. name? He, he, I, I saw that he followed this musician that I already liked. Bear in mind, important to know that I already liked this musician and I already followed him on Instagram. But now that I'd seen that the boy that I was going on a date with also followed this musician, I thought it was important for me to like a photo of the musicians. He doesn't like me talking about other boys. <laughs> I thought it was important for me to like a photo of this musician so that when we went on the date, this guy would have seen on Instagram that I'd like this musician's photograph. I clearly liked the musician too. I had great taste. I did it very tactically, liked a few photos as soon as this guy put them on um, so that the boy that I was going on a date with could see very clearly that I was also a fan and that he would think that he knew that about me first, but actually I knew that about him first. And then we went on the date. He took off his coat and he was wearing this musician's band T-shirt <laughs> because he'd clearly seen it and he had taken the hint too much that guy also ended up rejecting me so that's important to note but it was really sweet at the time that is really the way that we try and send signals to each other i think it's adorable very very adorable very adorable um i also keep getting advertised botox i don't know quite what that says about uh maybe really what kind of vibes i'm putting out into the world yeah i guess i do talk about wrinkles a lot but mostly in a jokey way Wow, yeah. no, I don't get, I don't get any of that stuff. It does remind me. I watched um, the David Letterman show. He's interviewing celebrities, and he interviewed Kim Kardashian. That was amazing. Have you seen it? It's absolutely when she talks amazing. about her long ponytail. He's like, "What is that? What is that? You got going on there?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, this. It's not mine." Do you think that she? What What did you walk away from watching that with? Like, how did you view her? She's got such a nice laugh. Mm. I just thought, oh, that's and she has she has um Chris's laugh, her mum's mm-hmm. laugh. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it. I love the the family unit aspect, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to know everything about Kanye and Kim and if they're happy. Yeah, I just want to know everything. It definitely made me see her as more human, mm. don't you think? And her body was amazing. It looks, it, her, it's fake. Her body is, must be 90% fake. Yeah, yeah, it is. In fact, again, on the same note of the Instagram type of things that we get advertised, I'm also, for some reason, on my Discover, Discover page, getting advertised endlessly these accounts called Celebrities Fake Before and After or The Deceit of Celebrity Life. And it's basically posting pictures of celebrities before they got work done and afterwards. Oh, People right. that have denied having work done. Has she had a top lip done? Um, she's had literally everything done. She's even had her waist shaped so that she has like a really jutting out hip line to make her really, really hourglass. Despite the fact that she was like super hourglass before. But her whole um, bum is like... It's like a structural masterpiece. Wow. I think that she must have had somebody else's skin and fat grafted onto her. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want that. Or. <laughs> I want that. Or maybe she was encouraged to like eat and put on loads of weight for a few weeks before. And then all of that was 
put into her bum. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. I just wonder how many nannies she's got. Mm. Right now, yesterday, I, it was the first day without any kind of work. I finished my Christmas orders. The book is almost kind of signed off and stuff. And I had a day of just with the baby mm-hmm. and me alone in the house. And it was so nice. It was amazing. Oh, no, I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you want to have a big bum like Kim Kardashian? No, it was something else. What was it about? Fuck. What were we talking about? We were talking about um, Instagram, advertising. Um, oh, we can talk about your shaving advert next. Hair. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, nice day, with yeah. nice day with the baby. It was really nice. Oh, yeah. The amount of nappies I had to change. I mean, I'm, I, he's, he's with me the entire time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but very rarely I get a day, and it was the same with Donny Margot, where I don't have to worry about any work stuff or making money. I can just sit and, and have a nice day with the baby. So yesterday was the first time I'd done that. And I thought, oh, I'll do this. I'll sort out this spare room and I'll... Not that it's a spare room. I'll sort out the, the clothes room and I'll, like, clean the floor and I'll do all of this stuff. And the day revolved around me changing his nappy, feeding him, watching him sleep, him waking up from his sleep after five minutes. And and that was my entire day. And just thinking, Kim, Kim can't do that. No. She must have nannies. I think she probably has, like, five nannies, like, on the go. You know? Yeah. She probably has a rotation and then takes her child for like half an hour intervals, gives them back. Right? Yeah, just because I can't imagine changing, Kim changing a nappy and the baby shitting on you as you're changing the nappy. I can't imagine her doing that. Or weeing on her dress. But Kim is an influencer and now that you are an influencer, Um, you know how much time that takes. (laughs) Because Jessie has embarked on a very exciting new branch. I'm now an influencer. She is an influencer. Not going to deny I'm a big, big time influencer. So how is that going? I'm not an influencer. Basically, sometimes, um, because weirdly, my Instagram followers have not dropped off, which is nice. They haven't left me. Uh, Sometimes I get asked to promote something. And I'm very careful. I don't choose things that I don't actually like Mm -hmm. or believe in or think are good. So I'm I'm not tasteless and I'm not selling my soul. But I was asked to... (laughs) And you're going to see it. They all, you would have seen it by the time the podcast comes out. So you'll know what I'm talking about. You probably would have seen it if you follow me uh, because they, it will be deleted. So if you, if, unless you watch it on Monday. <laughs> anyway, I had to, I was asked to try out a razor, but not just any razor. It's an eco-friendly, vegan, cruelty-free raz- razor. And it's very smooth. <laughs> smooth and silky razor. You should try it. I'm not going to say the brand name, but it's cruelty-free. And all the money, the reason why I did it is because the money goes to a, a woman's society um, which campaigns against, you know, for... Against, <laughs> for <laughs> Just bitch don't know what you're talking about. It campaigns for, not against, for women's rights. Good, <laughs> good. So I was asking that, and I was panicking because I... Any anything on top of just looking after the baby is such a huge ordeal right now. Mm-hmm. So I said to Alfie, "No, I can't do it. I can't do it." And he was like, "No, you should try. You should try." And he's 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 very good in crisis too. And so he he said, "Look, let me help you, and I'll try and film it for you." And I said, "I don't remember any of the stuff. I don't remember. I don't remember whether it's smooth or silky. What am I meant to say?" Um, and so he helped me film the advert, but the baby obviously wouldn't let me put him down for more than two minutes. So I had to basically just have the baby breastfeeding in the advert. Gorgeous. With Alfie 
kind of stopping and starting, telling me what I'd forgotten to say or what I had to say. And the end result is very funny yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, jarring. It's, it's really jarring. But to somebody who doesn't know that I'm trying to be funny, they think I'm fucking Weird. weirdo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's quite embarrassing it's that's so going funny. out there. It's so funny. But I think it's really brave of you to do something like that. I would be way too proud to do something like that. But ultimately, no one gives a fuck. Why like, would you be proud? It's because just... I would think it's not cool to do uh, an advertisement. Well, it's a cool razor, BB, and you're going to see I've given you the, the yeah, razor. Yeah, she has given me the other one. Because I don't need to shave. I don't need to shave anymore. I do actually need to shave. I was given two. But I'm just not How very... How do you shave without getting ingrown hairs? That's what I want to know. What? Well, also, I'm not a very hairy person, so I don't need to shave that much. So whenever I do shave, a cheap plastic, probably not vegan mm-hmm. razor is what I go for. Yeah, so this is actually going to improve. This is good for me to okay. have been given something. It's, it's going to make my relationship better. And we're shaving. proud to announce that they are the, <laughs> the partners of this podcast. <laughs> They're really cool people. I really like them. Anyway, you'll see what I'm... It's called Astrid. But how do you feel about maybe doing more promotional stuff in the future? Like... I'd all of the promotion, what I've realized, especially after yesterday. So yesterday I had to promote the fact that I loved her, a show I did in 2015 that was recorded late 2016. It was, was, it was bought by Amazon Prime, which is so cool, which is really cool. A really big thing in my career, whatever, a bit late, you know, it would have been nice for it to get more stuff earlier on and stuff. And also Sunrise felt like such a more me, uh, sophisticated show and something I feel like creatively really proud of I loved her feels like I'm watching myself as a 12 year old perform but anyway it's out there and I'm happy but I was asked to promote it and the day comes round right it's released on the 3rd of December make sure you promote it that was two weeks ago they asked me to do that 3rd of December comes around I think oh someone's going to remind me to promote it like surely they care no one cares. Mm. It's up to me to promote it. Exactly, if you want people to watch if your I thing. I want to watch it. Yeah. And it's the same with everything I do. And I think a lot of the time people expect that, oh, we're being forced to promote things. But no, we're wanting you to watch this or yeah. see this or buy this. It's like, we're doing it ourselves. Yeah, it's like a gladiator ring. Everybody's just fighting to survive, you know? Yeah. But so no, no one told me to promote it. So at five o'clock came around, I was like, oh, I better promote it. And no one probably watch it, but you know, it's I'm nice gonna watch it. it. You'll watch it. It's nice for it to be out there again. I'm so proud. I look of about that. twelve. Life hasn't worn me down yet. I've still got that dress. You tried to throw it away, but I'm not gonna let you. Even though I was 29 when I recorded that, yeah, my skin was fucking amazing. I, I just, I feel like life has really got it's really, shit really, since then, really yeah. like worn us down. Sorry, baby. You're you're the best thing about it, though. <laughs> you're the best thing about it. Um, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I would be up for doing that, but it is, it's, a, it's a full-time job being an influencer. Absolutely. And I don't have time for a full-time job. I think I just show my nipple. I think yeah. I just show my nipple. I think you just saw my nipple. And so just clap, and then we know that that's when, that's when, you, that's when you might have just seen my nipple. And if you did, they're not great nipples, but they are good enough for this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a lucky boy, as is Alfie. <laughs> so one really exciting thing, though, that um, I'm going to be promoting next week. Well, not promoting, it's such a shit word, that, isn't it? But I'm allowed to release the cover for my book, which my mum did. It's amazing. Our mum. So as you can see, our our mum does all of our backdrops and everything for us in felt. We've always used felt. I don't know why, but... I think because it kind of reminds us of, like, the fabrics that grandma used to have in her (laughs) studio and stuff, and... There's something kind of childlike about felt, right? I love felt. I think it's so bright and vivid in like the fact that you can just touch it and it feels nice. It just See, you could do an advert for felt. That was a brilliant advert. Do it again. 
Why do you like felt BB? <laughs> evocative, velvety, childlike memories, nostalgia. What yeah. does it mean? Hashtag ad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's really exciting. And actually, the podcast will be out as the, the book cover. I mean, it's not such a big deal, but it's just in order for it to be allowed to go on pre-sale in shops, you have to have a cover. Some people don't do the cover thing and they just have cover to be decided. But I didn't want that. Do you think it makes it quite scary? It makes it more real? Like you actually have a book with a cover that is now coming out to the world and people are going to read it and judge you? Yeah, definitely. 100%. And also, it's now that I've had a couple of weeks away from it and just realising that people are going to read it and absolutely judge it mm-hmm. um, and probably n- not like it or, or like it, but I will see the numbers. I will yeah. see how many people have bought it and that's just terrifying. Oh, it is really, terrifying. really scary. And also it's like very personal and I don't know, people are going to be like taking a part of you every time that they read, read yeah. something. Yeah, I did. I found it really funny because Dawn French was promoting her book and a million other things on the one show, which mm-hmm. is, of course, my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's where I got the thing that I was saying. You know, the profound thing I was saying earlier. What profound thing? Um, when I was saying you say that, so many. It's I say so. so, so <laughs> they slip through my fingers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> thing about you, the you you were two weeks ago, isn't the you oh. now? That oh, thing. I see. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where I got that from? Dawn French. No, Miley Cyrus. Oh God. <laughs> So Miley Cyrus was on the Great. one. Show. She was on the one show last She's night. She's had a lot of transformations. To be fair, do you remember when she went through that whole Pilates phase? No. Okay, it was a period of time in my life when I read a lot of the Daily Mail. So, like, to be fair, probably not like healthy that I know that. But she like suddenly went on this health kick. Was like a druggy teenager, um, bit of a rebel. Suddenly became like a health freak. Started doing Pilates obsessively. Daily Mail captured her coming in and out of the studio every day, and she became like this muscular rake. But she also looked glowing like it was just incredible the transformation and then she had another one then she had another one then she had another one I just another think what she's, transformation she's constantly oh, yeah. rebirthing herself well she you did know? look bizarre last night she had had a very funny haircut and she you know how most people have these really um you can see their back their zoom living room you can mm-hmm. see their whole lives mm-hmm. in the background of their zoom not miley no she had a green screen she was in a black hole oh that's great Really and she was great. wearing shiny, glittery clothes and had a mullet, a mm. very odd mullet, mm-hmm. and was very poetical about life. Yeah. Because they asked her what she what she likes about Christmas. And she said, well, it's just the time of year where you can spend time with your family and, you know, stop for a second. And um, and they said, you know, you've had so many transformations, Miley. Why do you... Well, yeah, just like you said, Bibi. Um, so many transformations, you know. She said, well, I don't really see them as transformations because... Uh, I just feel like the uh, the U I was then isn't the U I am now, and so that's where I got it from Miley. And you know her name's not Miley; her name's Destiny. <gasps> and it was because she was a very smiley baby. Can you see what they did there? Oh my god! So just she's... like BB and Baby. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh my god! Maybe, maybe there's more Miley in my heart than I realised. Oh, uh, Wrecking Ball! Come on! I mean, I love what Montana. a song. I mean, what song? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus, have you ever listened to music? For some reason, I have this sneaky suspicion that Jessie's actually never listened to music. Because <laughs> when, when I ask her what her kind of favourite music is, she's like, oh, you know, like that, you know, that bit, you know, that, that type when you just, it kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I don't really listen to music. Yeah. Alfie makes me a playlist, or you make me a playlist, or I listen to Show Yourself and Frozen 2. Yeah, makes sense. Multiple makes times sense. a day. To be honest, actually, some of the cool, smart people I know say that they don't really care that much about music. So I respect I'm it. I'm sm- small and cool. 
<laughs> you are pretty strong and cool, to be fair. Smart and cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's exciting. Dawn French, to, f- to finish my point, was on the one show. From- <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the one show a few times. It's a bit weird. Why have it you like, the one show so many I times? I love the one show. Alfie was doing a gig for the first time in fucking forever last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, he did a gig last night with Rochelle. I know. Both our boys. Big had their, time. Had their first gigs. <laughs> Here's your packed lunch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Don't drink too much. I did actually say that to Alfie yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did drink too much, but I expected that. And I'm trying I'm trying to get better in the morning of him drinking too much, seeing him for the first time and not being horrible. Mm. So I go in and he's usually like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And he's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And he's done nothing wrong. Exactly. I knew he was going to drink, but I can't be nice to him for a few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a cooling off period. I don't it's, know why. It's really difficult when you know that actually they have done everything that you expected them to yeah. do, but you're annoyed for no reason. And you don't want to show that you are, but at the same time, you can't help but your voice wobbling. <laughs> so when Horatia called me last night and I could tell that you went out and I was just sort of like, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And he said, love you. And I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the just same. so inexplicable. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. It's also, I also have to make sure that I say I've had an awful time. So mm. he says, oh, how was the baby last night? Awful. <laughs> every, every two hours. Diarrhea. <laughs> Severe vomiting. So I haven't slept, but I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Anyway. You just need to make yourself look like a damsel in distress that they want to mm. come and save, you know? Yeah. Which never works. That mm. I wish Alfie was the type of person who would... He doesn't believe in subtext, so I'm a lot of the time our fights are because he hasn't seen the subtext of why I might be upset. He's just seen what's actually happened. Sure. And so when I say you didn't read the subtext, he's like, I'm never going to read the subtext, yeah. so get used to it. Yeah. And the same thing if I say I'm fine, he's just going to think, oh, she's fine. Yeah. No, her I'm not fucking fine actually. I'm not. Harish <laughs> is exactly the same. He says if I ever threatened to break up as a sort of like maneuver to make him say no, 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 let's not break up. He said he would immediately break up with me. Yeah, because that doesn't does, work. Yeah, no that, which I, I respect. Well, that's what happened with Alfie. I, I threatened break up, and he. It, it, that's what men do. It's, it's pride. Yeah, it's pride. Yeah, yeah. it's right. If you threaten it, you got to back it up. You do have to back it up, mm. but. Yeah, back it up, and and then you, and it's never the same again. It's never the same again. So don't threaten it too much, BB. Exactly. Don't learn from my mistakes. It's just crazy how similar we are. I know. Learn from my mistakes. Anyway, Dawn French. Dawn French. Was Let's promoting get back her to book because of you. It's actually quite a good synopsis. Anyway, I haven't read it, and I've never read any of Dawn French's work, which mm-hmm. I might do now. Mm-hmm. But she was promoting a million things, and her book. Why am I talking about Dawn French? Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about oh, your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, your book. You know, Sunny Belly. <laughs> so as the one shoot, you got a book. <laughs> Come out. <laughs> As the one show theme tune comes on, now Donnie and Margot come into the living room. They're like, "What? <laughs> what?" And it's so embarrassing. If anyone saw me. <laughs> I sing along to the one show theme tune. That's Jessie's favourite song. That's her Spotify wrapped. It's just the one show theme tune over and over and over again. You have listened to 80,000 minutes of the one show theme tune. But I think it's because the one show signifies it's almost the end of the day. It's almost dinner time. Mm. Have it relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get those carrot sticks out, babe. And so now Donnie and Margot are so into it. They know that the one show's on. They even know that BBC One has an HD gap. <laughs> 
so before BBC One HD starts playing, there's about a five minute window where they just play adverts of oh, other yeah, yeah, other yeah. BBC shows. So that now they think that's the one show too. Mm, I enjoy that. This is this is too too tiny a thing, but I find it really funny. Yeah, so we're excited about the felt. Can you just be nice about felt again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So describe my cover just okay. for for people that because they would have seen it now. Describe the cover. You, BB helped as well. BB had to place felt. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was an arduous process. Yeah, we did we did some sort of like mock ups with uh, crayons and wax crayons and some paint. But felt was the choice that we landed on because it's so evocative of you know childhood and memories and it's. Can we have the M and S song going on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. It was neon that yellow. Is that is it. It's it's neon yellow. It's bright pink. pink. It's got a bit of purple in there. It's got some orange. So what I want you to do is go into a bookshop and see the book and be like, I don't care if that book's shit. I'm getting that book. I think it is such a wicked cover and our mum is a incredible. Genius. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So um, the book is on pre-sale. So if you want to order it, that would be really great just for my morale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also I did get a few really nice comments thinking that I'm self-publishing the book and saying, Jesse, that's so great you're putting a book out there. <laughs> Just good you. And it's kind of, that's fine. I'm really up for people self-publishing, but I, 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 this is actually the first thing I've actually done that's... Legitimate. I've, it's like a, the legitimate thing in my career. Not that self-publishing is, is not legitimate. I don't want to slam those people down. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't need. They don't need to kick while they're already down. Do you they're know already I mean? fucking down. Exactly. They're, they're writing a novel for you no one. You don't need to make them to bite the curb. You know. <laughs> fucking hell, this isn't American History X. But this isn't self-published. <laughs> so so what the I fuck? Think I I give off the impression of I I am making this for my five friends. But I'm not. I would like people to no, buy. She's it. a badass business bitch. Yeah. She is gonna. Oh be yeah. She's hot. Yeah, she's hot. She's hot. She needs to pay for the nine-foot Christmas tree that Alfie bought. So Alfie went out to buy a fucking Christmas tree. And I said, don't get such a big one because we don't need a big one. And he's like, well, because we're living in a in a rented accommodation, of course, forever. Mm-hmm. We will never be out of rented accommodation forever. But um, the, it's a, it's actually got quite a high ceiling for I'll a change. i out of my mum's rented accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> we live in essentially what looks like an early learning centre. <laughs> It's quirky. She won't stop putting verbs on the walls. <laughs> yeah, but that's because she teaches my children. I know, I know. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not. it doesn't make a boy want to come back there, you know? You're very good at grammar in my book too, so mm. well done. That was, that was obviously because of the posters. It really was, actually. If Editor's tip, uh, I am a first-time editor, but having grammar posters up on your walls really does help. Yeah, it does. It really so does I said, help. don't get such a big tree. He went out and he got a... A giant tree. It's I will. Sh- I'll show a photo of it because it's so funny. And um, we don't have any decorations yet, so now we just have a, a, a. It looks like we're in a, a weird forest. Yeah, it's or horrible. Like a shit home alone. Yeah, that's a way better funny one. Yeah, I'm not funny. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> Why? I can't think. I can't be funny. I just. I'm not funny. Can't be funny under I can't pressure. be funny. Oh my god! I can't be funny under pressure. Why? You're really good at one-liners. I'm awful at one-liners. They had to for the. I loved her promotion. They were like, "Tell us your favorite joke." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." Just- <laughs> I don't tell a joke. I've never told a joke. It's because you deliver things funny. You've got a funny delivery. No, I don't. But the thing is, there are lots of different types of comedians, right? Not everybody is like uh, has a, like a, a punchy stand-up thing with like a punchline and a you know what do you call it a ratio when you have a tag? You know where they just like ba 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 ba. Not everyone's back. funny like that. Call back. They don't have you know it, everybody's funny in different ways. You're a storyteller. I did call back the hot thing a few times mm. in the podcast, didn't mm-hmm. I? Yeah, you I really did, did call that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, one of my. <laughs> 
<laughs> one of my favorite comedy shows is Broad City. Um, oh, yeah. And Alana Glazer <laughs> is so not a good stand-up. She r- released really? a special that is just very like political agendary, and you know she's kind of playing on the character that she was in the show, but it just doesn't quite stick together. And the fact is, some people are just better in a certain format. So yeah. I think that you can embrace the fact that you're wonderful at performance art. I, I yeah, I don't have a format. We don't have formats yet. No, sure, sure, sure. We're yeah. working out our formats. Working, We're working out, out formats. Our formats. That's that's basically life, isn't yeah. it? It's just working out what your PowerPoint presentation is going to be when you present yourself to God. So you can send Phoebe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's a really another funny one-liner. A funny one-liner that I talked over as usual. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. Go on. Second time shit. It'll be funny written down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will. Well, I'll type that up, and she can put it on her wall. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next to all the grammar posters. Yeah. Um, so BB now is open for messages about her coil, her totally. lack of coil. <clears throat> um, I'm trying the app that was most suggested to me. It was like an overwhelming result of people saying that they've been using the Natural Cycles app with the thermometer thing that you have to measure every morning. But what I was wondering is, I get quite hot in the night, yeah. right? So surely that's going to impact my temperature because your temperature is supposed to raise on the days you're ovulating. Yeah, but it will raise. You will see a difference. I guess so. It's definitely worth doing that. Yeah. And um, so that's really exciting that those people have recommended me that. And also so many people message me about tattoo artists as well from the episode before last. So (laughs) (laughs) Jesse just a man handling me. Anyway, um, I really appreciate the fact that everybody... Uh, wanted to help me out with the tattoo recommendations. I'm still uh, unsure about. I what will I'm take do, them up, but I really think that all of these places look super cool. So thank you, everybody. Um, and and everybody I think that- you should do a lie. I think you should do a Patreon diary post about like in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, two weeks since the coil. Oh, great! Cool. So that will that pa- Patreon only though, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coil isn't a very Instagram friendly word. I found. Yeah, no, it's not. But maybe I could do some sort of like a pun, like. Uh, Coolio, like Coolio. Coolio, yeah. Coolio. Awful. Yeah, not Awful. good. Um, and I'm going to be writing about my... I got such a nice response to writing about my birth story. So I'm going to be writing about mm-hmm. what they call the fourth trimester, which is the 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 weeks after you've just had a baby and what that is. Um, I'm going to be writing about my experiences about that. And I hope that people enjoyed our bonus bitching episode, which went up before... Um, this episode will be out on our Patreon. So, Oh, we haven't done a bonus pitching yet. We're about to mm-hmm. do that now. Yeah. So sign up to our Patreon if you want that. And also, the book is available to pre-order now, which is so exciting. It won't be with you until June. So you're very keen. You've got time to pre-order. Totally. And you should watch Jessie's Amazon Prime special. I loved her. No, you really don't have to, but thank you. You probably have. If, you've, if you like the podcast, you've probably seen that, haven't you? It was a while ago. It really was. I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> but also you um, made all of these handmade puppets. It was yeah. lovely. It was such a... I think it's... What's lovely about it is it's nice to see your natural progression into where you got to with Sunrise, where you are now. I think it's beautiful. You know? That's very sweet, Bibi. You're such a nice person. Thank you. So next week you're going to watch The Undoing so we can actually talk about what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You have yeah, to. Yeah, it's only yeah, six yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Okay. You can get through that in a morning. Exactly. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. Okay, he's pulling my hair again. Okay, thank you very thank much for, you for watching. watching. Adios. <laughs> Just going crazy now. Just going-